it isn't about how you got here. It's about what you do with it. And so we all have a choice on what we do from this day going forward. There's someone out there that needs to hear your story that it will inspire them to begin to change how they see their superpower. Welcome to Be Bold Branding, where we discuss the power of differentiating yourself through your own unique story and standout personal brand. We're all born with certain strengths, and if we want to be leaders in our space, the ultimate goal is to take advantage of our strengths and our team's strengths, especially if we want to turn those into a life and career that you don't feel a need to escape from. I've been there, have you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Our guest today is Karen Gray, an ICF certified life and business coach who empowers leaders to do exactly that. And today she's sharing her story and the advice that has helped her and her clients bring purpose and profit to their life and business. Karen, welcome to Be Bold Brand. Oh, thank you guys. So excited to be here and have this conversation with y'all today. Absolutely. We're glad that you were here. And I, no doubt we're going to learn some good stuff. I'm going to jump right into it with you. Let's talk about an unusual question. Probably we hear a lot about confidence all the time. Right. And in fact, our clients tell us that branding and building a brand that really showcases who they are really helps with that confidence. But what does it really mean to be confident in your words? Um, for me and, and what I share with my clients, it's really owning that who you are in this moment and what you do and what you have to offer is valuable. And when you see that, when you see everything that you are doing or that you bring to the table is valuable to someone, it gives you that feeling of confidence, that feeling of what I have makes a difference. And for me, that's that's really the the whole key is we want to feel like what we're here for a reason and a purpose and making a difference. I agree with that and, and can even self-identify with it. I think all of us can. Right. What do you think it causes people or causes all of us as humans not to automatically assume that? Wow, that one goes way deep. That could mm -hmm. be a scary question. But really, I believe it's the stories that we've either been told or we have accepted and tell ourselves about what we can't do, what we aren't able to do. We compare ourselves to other people that we see. And as you guys know, you know, social media is just rampant with all of the edited versions and our best moments. So especially hard now for branding to feel um, authentic when you see everybody airbrushed and perfect. So I think it's those stories that we convince ourselves that, you know, well, that person's better than me. They have more to offer. And it's that uh, comparison-itis, if you will. Yeah. Another good takeaway, because we talk about that all the time with our clients, not to compare. You're living somebody else's life if you're comparing yourself to them. So true. Um, you should be after your own path. I think a lot of people can't find that path. I think that might be where coaches like you really help people to identify that. Now, Karen, we love to go kind of behind the scenes because your brand is your story, right? And we want to kind of tap into a little bit of your story, which I find fascinating. Okay, so you were adopted. And would you tell us a little bit about how that's impacted not only your life, but what you're doing right now today? Yeah, thank you for asking because this has really been, I've, I've rebranded. So this is so timely for me because I can literally speak to this personally with my journey, I was in corporate America for 30 years 
and grew up from the age of six knowing that I was adopted, but it really formed who I was as a wonderful people pleaser. So I don't know if anybody, any of your listeners can relate to that, that feeling of I have to be good enough. I have to, you know, people have to like me. I have to please everybody or fill in the blank, right? It's not going to go well. I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to be loved, whatever that is. And so my journey through coaching um, has really helped me evolve and find that actually those things that I felt were those rocks, as I call them, my podcast is rock movers. And we carry these rocks in our bags. Those were really my superpowers. So my identity of being an adoptee has really helped me see that that's where my empathy comes from. That's where my ability to be a great listener comes from, truly caring about other people and understanding the pain and the traumas that can happen in life and how we can use those, not carry those. And so that whole journey and just accepting that being an adoptee isn't a point of shame or something to be um, hiding. It's actually who I am. It's my journey. And I've been blessed with knowing both sides of my family and owning that space in a joyful way and carrying that forward with me to help others. So that has influenced who I am as a coach, as a mom, as an entrepreneur, and really seeing it as my superpower gave me the strength to own it, which is where that confidence comes from. Yeah. I love that story. Yes. You know, it was not too many years ago that I realized my own upbringing had such an impact on what I'm doing with Brandface today. And I've certainly shared this on many shows, but I came from a family that was pretty riddled with alcoholism and addiction. And as a result, I just was questioning individual, you know, questioning why are you doing this, right? And I realized through that journey that a lot of people don't know which way to go when they don't have self-worth. And self-worth really comes from embracing who you are. It's a lot of what you talk about, Karen, and I love the story. You know, we all talk a lot about imposter syndrome too, right? So why do you think so many people struggle with that? Because that has a lot to do with both our stories, I think. It does. And, you know, I always felt like imposter syndrome was just because I had that value missing. You know, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was from, all of that fill in the blank. Um, But I really feel like now we get told so many times that we should have imposter syndrome. It's just so common. You know, it's that confidence and imposter syndrome. If you're a woman in business, you should feel this way. And can we cuss on here? Sure. (laughs) Go for it. I I call bullshit. (laughs) Um, It's real, right? (laughs) No, I don't think like we have to do any of that. Um, When we buy into the lies, then we buy into all the lies because if one lie is possible, they all are. And so we begin this downward spiral. And I believe that every woman has a right to look sideways and recognize, okay, that woman's doing that good for her, but see it as, as just that good for her. That's great. She's owning that, but this is who I am. And it's when we disconnect from that value within that we begin to look sideways and say, I'm not as good as rather than good for you. It's why not me? Yeah. And so another great takeaway. I think it's just, I love your comments. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> you got your own little cheerleader there. Um, but I think it's in those moments that rather than seeing it as imposter syndrome or feeling like if anybody finds out the truth, they're going to see that I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. I'm not whatever, fill in the blank enough. Instead, if we just owned it, like, okay, I don't know that, but I know this and this is who I am and this is how I can help. And this is where we can fill in the gaps and begin to see those collaborative things rather than you being my opposition or you being my enemy together. We're stronger together. We're better. I can support you. You can support me. So when I'm connected to my foundation, my grounding of who I am, and I'm connected to my faith. So belief in why I'm here. That's when I feel like the lie of the imposter syndrome just seems to dissipate. So it's really that alignment or connection. And that's what's transformed everything for me. That's good. Uh, you know, it all ties in so well with personal branding and what we do, because it, we run into it all the time. When we first start working with people, they'll be like, hey, show us somebody else's brand. And we're always, Tanya and I are always scratching our heads like, why do you care? Like, we, we're, we want to build you a brand, like, right? You, we want to take your individual traits and things, yeah. and we want to build that out for you. And it's interesting because I think we all are, are guilty. I don't think even as a man, you know, I can tell you I had those same feelings myself. Right. Uh, not You're right. It's not limited to women at all. But yeah. for some reason, we tell men you should feel confident and we tell women you should feel like an imposter. Mm -hmm. if, if as a man, you don't feel confident, something's wrong with me. And if yeah. as a woman, you don't feel like an imposter, something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. So it, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, according to social media and things. And it just doesn't have to be that way. Really. Yeah. Doesn't. I think we're expected to be more vulnerable creatures. Yeah, right? I think it's like a Tom Pappas. We were watching his com comedy show the other day and was just dying laughing because he's like, men, we are oblivious. Like we just, you know, I can't remember who it was that said, you know, a man will look in a mirror and find something he likes about himself. And a woman will look in a mirror and find nothing. Right. Like she's listening to things she doesn't like about herself. And a man will be like, man, I sure got pretty fingernails. You know what I'm saying? Like he will find <laughs> something that he can be yeah. proud of. We're, and, uh, we're told to be vulnerable, but don't be weak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not perfect, but don't be flawed. Yeah. It's like, okay, pick, pick a lane because we can't be all of that. Right. It's a tightrope. It's mm -hmm. a very, very dangerous tightrope. And so yeah. the lesson in it, in it is, is if it just doesn't work for you, let that go. Whatever doesn't mm -hmm. fit, let that go and stop trying to fit yourself, your little square peg into a round hole or whatever the case may be because you are the most perfect you you'll ever be. And you were perfectly made to be that person. Mm. And so when you just own that, there is no perfect people, but you are the perfect you. Ah. Yeah, I love that. So tell us, Karen, about the moment that you thought, okay, this is what I'm destined to do. I'm going to become a coach. What did that day look like? Oh, wow. So I can tell you, cause it's been, that's a, a pivotal part of my journey. So I started coaching young girls who were in pageant world, just because my daughter was competing. She was competing for rodeo queen contest. We had a friend that was helping her and that friend was tragically killed in a car accident. And so as a single mom at the time, I needed to help her get ready for this contest. So I just started using my financial tools. You know, I was Dale Carnegie, all the Toastmasters. I had skills for financial presentations. And so I just used those to help her. And that just kind of evolved, but I really thought it was just a hobby, something I was going to do to 
help girls. And one day I ran into a woman that was a full-time coach and she wasn't Tony Robbins and she wasn't Zig Ziglar. She was just a normal person in one of my local ladies meetings doing this and making an impact. And it just dawned on me that you don't, you know, you don't have to have 50 million people. You can make a difference here, make a life and create something. And I knew in that moment, that is what I wanted to do because I did not love my career anymore. And I loved coaching. I loved feeling like I was making a difference. And that was the moment I decided to get certified, to follow my passions and find a way to make it happen. So I began pursuing all of that and looking for a way to ease slowly out of corporate America. The pandemic, COVID helped me escalate my plan B to a plan A. So I stepped into coaching full-time in 2020. So it's just- Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. Now your podcast is called Rock Movers. And I love what you say about it. It's using those rocks for stepping stones. Yeah, I love that. Now you also have, I think, another podcast coming up soon, right? I do. And that's where my adoption journey comes in. Just the transformation of me feeling like my adoption journey is no longer shame. It's actually my superpower. And being in a podcast with someone that was another adoptee just made me feel like our voices are needed for other people going through this, whether you're a, you know, a full-fledged adoptee, or maybe you just lost one of your parents and had a parent adopt you. There's as many adoptees, there's those many stories. And I wanted to celebrate those because adoption is often shrouded by um, pain. Some, you know, sometimes they've been in the foster system before they got adopted. So there's just a lot of trauma. My message is it isn't about how you got here. It's about what you do with it. And so we all have a choice on what we do from this day going forward. And so that's my message is really to champion the adopted voice. Let it be heard. Let it be celebrated. And there's someone out there that needs to hear your story that it will inspire them to begin to change how they see their superpower. And so champion the adoptive voice is launching in 2023. Hopefully I'll have enough production ready to go in January. If not, it'll launch in February. Oh, that's nice. a big move. That's another big stepping stone for you. You're pre- practicing what you preach, right? I am. I am I'm <laughs> really, really stepping into that place of, I love being an amplifier is what one of my coaching peers called me. And one of my best friends, she said, you are an amplifier. You see the good in other people and you amplify that so they can see it. And I just, I received that one. That one's a good one. I'm going to take it and keep it. So I love being that amplifier for the adoptive voice. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. Thank you. Thank and you. inspiring. Thank you for letting me share that. So yes, I'm looking for guests. If you have an adoption story, would love to hear that and share that with the world. And then Rock Movers, my other podcast is about taking the rocks, the challenges, the obstacles, the things that have happened in life and not carrying those, but removing those from the baggage that we carry and just using the lessons and what has happened really. What is, what did I learn from this? Who am I because of it? And how can I use that to help others? So it's crazy how you get just to meet amazing people with crazy journeys. And of course I have a bucket list of people I want to interview, you know, people that are your like Jay Shetty, if you ever see this, I'm, you're on my list. (laughs) Um, I'm a Jay Shetty fan too. (laughs) And Mel Robbins, you know, there's just some amazing people that are speaking the truth and just really pouring life into people. And those are the people I want to 
share their stories and be around. Very good. Very nice. And people like y'all. Y'all. <laughs> well, oh, thank, you. thank you, Karen. So tell the audience, what is something most people don't know about you? Oh, um, okay. So now you know one secret, the adoption story. That's always one I use. But um, I grew up on the reservation in New Mexico. Huh. So you would not know that about me. Mm. Um, but because of that experience, my dad worked for the oil field. And then um, back in the 60s, the gas companies had company housing out on the reservations in New Mexico and Arizona and Texas. And so I grew up on the Hickory Apache and then the Navajo Reservation between Albuquerque and Farmington, New Mexico. So wow. right I, grew I grew up riding motorcycles out in the desert and it's kind of crazy. But that's a first. That yes, is a first. That's a great story. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So a couple of last questions before we have to let you go, which we would love to have you back, Karen. Oh, what <laughs> what one piece of advice would you give to people about personal branding? Oh, this is a good one. For me, it's really about taking those rocks, challenges, the things that you've moved for yourself and finding a way to use that to identify how you help others. So I feel like it has to come from a place of authentic experience, your knowledge base, and then find a way that you solve things differently. How have you done that for yourself? Because when you can do it for yourself, you have the proof that it works, then you can own that branding regardless of what anyone else has asked, said, questions, um, because you know it works. You've proven it. You are the proof. And so you can stand on the, the mountaintops and shout it from the, from the highest peak that this is who you are, this is how you solve problems, and this is how you can help others solve that problem too. And so when yeah. it just comes from that core place of my own personal experience, other people mm -hmm. can question it. They can do it similarly, but they'll never do it the way that you do it. And there are people out there that need to learn that they need to know you. And so don't try to be like anybody else. Authentically be you always with confidence, with confidence, That's be right. bold about it. <laughs> be, right. bold. be bold and brand yourself. You can't brand someone else. So, you know, why not own your own experience? Yeah. Agreed. I love to hear it. Agreed. Agreed. Beautiful answer. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So my next question, if our listeners have the freedom to visit anywhere in the world, which place would you recommend to them to visit and why? Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. So one of my absolute favorite places in the world to go is um, URA, Colorado, because it's like a little piece of Switzerland in Colorado, but it's a place that really time hasn't impacted as well because it's just in the valley and it's so remote, so gorgeous, so beautiful. And you just feel like you're stepping back in time. So Silverton, Ure, that whole mountain pass is just absolutely stunning. And growing up, that was a place that my adoptive family, we would go every summer and we'd camp. And so there's just so many great memories as a child growing up there, but it's, it's just like you're stepping. I mean, it's kind of scary to get there because of the roads, but 
once you get there, it's just absolutely beautiful. The waterfall, as you're about to come down into Ure, there's a waterfall, and then you can see the town and the whole area as you're driving in, and um, it's just absolutely breathtaking. So that is one place I think everybody should visit. Um, and then right. the area that I grew up, Chaco Canyon, Largo Canyon, all of the the Indian ruins out there in Northwest New Mexico are just, there's, it's so important to learn the the history of the land and the, the Anasazi people. Um, I think it's really, a, it, it takes you to a, a place that other places can't take you. So I think that's another place I would say. The indigenous people in that area were so amazing and they just disappeared. Mm. Yeah. That is, uh, that's two firsts. And I couldn't agree with you more because, um, you know, history of our of the original people here in the United States is something that's very important. And uh, it takes people keeping that alive. Yeah, right? yeah, it sure does. Karen, what's the best way for people to learn about you or contact you? Um, so my website is always a great place to um, learn about me, but I'm primarily on LinkedIn and Facebook at Coach Karen Gray. But you can find me on all the platforms, CoachKarenGray.com. Also, my um, YouTube channel. So my podcasts are always posted on my YouTube also. So just reach out, um, email Karen at CoachKarenGray.com if they want to connect that way too. So I try to make it simple. Coach Karen Gray with an A. Oh, I love it. Rhymes and everything. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Karen, you are a breath of fresh air. Thank you so much for taking time with us. Love your story. Love what you stand for and wish you all the best, especially going into 2023 with your new podcast. Love it. Can't wait to hear your story that you said you're going to share with me and just share the positivity with everybody. So thank you for letting me be here and share that. You bet. You yeah. bet. And she's referencing an adoption story, not me, but uh, someone in my family that uh, I may be sharing on Karen's podcast one day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And you guys, we encourage you to look up Coach Karen Gray with an A. Brought to you by Brandface, the only comprehensive personal brand building system across the globe.